holding the leader. Zaki only a half length away as they head down the side. A length and a half away to Skyman in third. Then followed Zarek. Just Folk and Benka's Choice trying to squeeze in between runners. No compromise. Quedle still a long way back with new mandate. And a tissue still last, but they start to pack up. Colding the leader. McDonald now says go boy on Zaki at the top of the straight. Skyman went back to the rail. Zarek now presents. Then followed new mandate and a tissue to the outside. Zaki a narrow leader at the 200. He's got a fight on his hands. Zarek's out after him a half length away. Quedle back to the inside. Zaki's digging in with 100 to go. Zarek, Quedle on the inside. Zaki's just in front and he's going to do it. He's now a $10 million man. Zaki makes it history in three Hollandales. What a champ. He beat Quedle and Zarek's run third. Camera fourth. Banker's choice or no compromise. Then a tissue. Further back to Just Folk and Colding. And towards the tail end, we had Skyman, who was one of the last ones to clock in. Well, it's fair to say, in fact, it's more than fair to say that uh, Queensland or even Brisbane is a happy hunting ground for Zaki. This is his third time here during the our carnival, of course, make it three Hollandale stakes. Can he win his second Newman Cup in a fortnight's time? He was a dollar sixty favourite yesterday. Joe Mac had the ride, James McDonald. Not that well away, had to use some trinoli to get outside lead, but then strong in the straight and running about a half second outside of the track record. So it's the Zaki we expect. And uh, Todd Pollard, of course, represents Annabelle Nisham here in Brisbane, manages the Brisbane stable. And Todd, as you join us as our first this morning, um, you have a very responsible role in Annabelle's stable. You would have been very proud yesterday to see that horse win. Yeah, absolutely. Morning, guys. It's, um, yeah, nice to see him come up and do the job uh, yesterday. It's obviously, when you get a horse like him up into the stable, it brings a bit of pressure and responsibility, but he's been pretty straightforward since he arrived up 10 days ago. But, um, yeah, you know, hard to describe what a horse he has been for the stable. He's now won over $10 million and just always puts in. He really runs a bad race, even when... Um, you know, his back's up against the wall. We had a pretty tough run yesterday, but yeah, thank God he managed to hold on. You, you must have been sweating bullets, I suppose, after the start, because he really did have to do it tough, didn't he? He was four, five, six wide. It was almost like, uh, you know, the other jockeys were keeping an eye on him, wanted him to sort of be posted out wide. So, look, he finally got in, uh, and he won well in the end. But there were some, you know, it, it wasn't without its complications, the race, was it? Oh, for sure. Um, it was a disaster at the start, and um, going into that first corner, had to do a lot of work to get where he was, but it seemed once he got in the spot, he, he managed to uh, get him back underneath and relax a bit, and um, obviously the Sunshine Coast straight, it's a long straight as well, so he was always probably going to be entitled to, to be a bit of a sitting duck at the uh, finish there, but he kept fighting, and they were all coming at him, and probably, you know, you if he, if he went down in defeat yesterday, you um, would have said he went down game because he had such a tough run earlier on. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's such a he's got that will to win. He always puts in. So, yeah, you'd love to have a table full of them. Todd, just, just um, help my memory here. Were you part of Annabelle's stable last year when Zaki was here? Yeah, so we've been up in Brisbane for about a year now. Um, just over a year we moved up at the end of April, so it was this time last year he came up to us and ran in the Hollandale, but that was off the back of a um, you know, Queen Elizabeth run on a heavy track and the Hollandale at the Gold Coast last year was on quite a sticky track, so he, you know, he had quite a few tough runs going into the Doom and Cup and I think this year he's probably just profiling, 
profiling a little bit better, hopefully. Um, you know, he's a bit pressure this campaign. He's only had the two runs this time in and um, gets, gets back to Dooman. And as long as it's not a wet track, I think a track like Dooman really suits him. Mm. Probably, you know, a track like the Sunshine Coast and Eagle Farm, where the Dooman Cup was last year, doesn't really suit him as much. It's a long straight, and uh, we know he usually makes his own luck out on the lead. And, um, you know, sometimes when it's like that, especially the Sunshine Coast yesterday, it's, it's a it's a very fair and even track. It's one of the best surfaces up here in Queensland, I think. And unfortunately, and unfortunately, um, every horse does get a chance. And we saw that yesterday, even by the last race yesterday, they're all you know lining up across the track. And full credit to the Sunshine Coast Turf Club, they presented the track in great order yesterday. And there was certainly no bias, and every horse um, you know, was the best horse winning. What was J-Max's <clears throat> feedback when he got off the horse yesterday? Um, what did he say? I mean, we're obviously all interested about, I guess, where Zaki is at. Um, you know, he's not getting any younger. What did J-Max say, I guess, about where, where he's at now in comparison to, you know, where he might have been at the start of sort of previous campaigns or Queensland campaigns? Yeah, he's definitely, you know, he's an eight-year-old, soon to be nine. Um, I'd say not getting any younger, but he's still just... You know, wants to be there, he loves his work, loves his racing, and um, he was just so brave. I think James was quite relieved when he did get off him yesterday. He knew that um, he probably deserved to get beat with the run that he had, but he's just such a honest racehorse, just loves it so much, and just got that will to win that you wish they all, um, any other horse probably would have laid down and uh, just battled away. But, you know, we even saw it in his fresh up run when he's running behind one of Australia's best sprinters and Giga Kick. You know, he's trying hard and He's not a 1,400-metre horse, but he's, you know, he was fresh up against some of those you know, Australia's best sprinters that are rock hard fit at the end of their campaigns, and he's trying and um, trying his heart out, and he never gives it away. So, yeah, he's just a super, super horse to have. We remember that Dooman Cup of two years ago. He won by seven lengths and ran spectacular time. J-Mac riding that day was one of... Uh, my greatest memories of broadcasting to, to to call a horse winning so far. Then he won the QE2, and I would imagine that's the, the plan again. But I'll ask you the question, just a personal question about Zaki. Do you think that he is at his most effective at 2,000 metres, and then after that it gets a little bit harder for him? I know he won the QE2 at 2,200, but he certainly wasn't as dominant as when he won the Dooman Cup at 2,000. Yes, certainly, I think. Um, anywhere from a, a mile to 2,000 with him, especially if he's a mile in a fresh state and if you can space his run. So at 2,000 is probably uh, is his best distance. And, yeah, like you say, the 2,200 metres of the Q, Q22 might just stretch him that little bit and class does get him over the line. And I'm not sure what Annabelle wants to do. We'll get through the next run. Um, we haven't really talked about the Q22 just yet, but certainly he's pulled up well this morning. We just took him to the beach and he seems a happy horse and will be pushed on to the Doom and Cast in a fortnight's time, which uh, suits, and then uh, she'll decide whether he goes for a break after that or uh, goes one more. You'd, you'd imagine long-term, I read the other day that, that Annabelle was talking, you, you know, she thinks this, this horse has got another another year of racing, so I'm presuming past this calm it'll be another spring campaign, potentially another Cox Plate. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be good to get him back to the Cox Plate and... No animo this year, and I guess you see what uh, what international raiders do come over. But the way you look at it now, it's always open. But then as it gets closer, there's always horses do pop up and see what three-year-olds do come through. And um, you know, any horses that do train on as four-year-olds, but yeah, I mean, 
It's great to have them back up in Queensland. Again, it's a real privilege for our stable. We run a bit of a spring in their step when they get to see Zahi every morning. And, um, yeah, it'd be great if, uh, if he was up here in a year's time, but obviously that remains to be seen. But it's probably an out- great thing for the Brisbane Carnival. I think it's getting stronger and stronger every year, which is fantastic, especially now that we've got a stable up here. It's good to see for uh, all of racing Queensland, some of these top horses uh, coming up and, you know, making racing Queensland just that little bit stronger and, you know, who knows if Zaki being in the Hollandale for the last three years winning it, hopefully it um, has a possibility of raising it to a Group 1 eventually, I'm not sure, but I suppose we'll see uh, what the padding committee does and all the rest of it with a race like that, but um, yeah, having a horse of Zaki's ability in the um, in the race obviously helps that a lot. Yeah, if they, if they ever get around to it, they're sitting there on their bums doing nothing, and uh, we've, ha- we've had no action on group racing for a few years now, but you make a really good point there, uh, Todd, about the, the Hollandale and, and being elevated to group one. Just before we let you go, we've, we've uh, covered Zaki off. Lady Laguna, she was good again? Yeah, she's such a tough little filly, and um, just puts in every single time. I think it's eight stakes placing to go with her, um, stakes winner at her last start, so... She's come through it well. I think we sort of talking about that the Derby McCarthy might be the sort of right race to run her in. Um, Twelve hundred metres is probably her absolute limit, but she's just such a tough, tenacious filly. She just loves it and yeah, always tries. So yeah, she's come through it well, and we'll look forward to another start. But she's in form, racing well. So Annabelle said, as long as she's coming through, runs well. We'll just look for the next race with it. What did you think of Swiss Exiles' run? It was a little bit disappointing on face value for sure. He uh, looked like he was going to have a nice part into it, but he really travelled um, as strong as he did last time. So we'll just step him up to the 1,400 metres of the Fred Best next start. And he has won uh, the Group 2 there of 1,400 metres this time last year. So we'll have a go. And obviously it's uh, shaping up to be an absolute cracker of a race. So uh, we might be um, running for a second behind Yellow Brick amongst others. But, you know, he's got to be in to win and he likes the track. So he just... We don't know if he's just a typical cult that's putting him when he needs to. He seems like he's trained on well from his last start where he flew home for second. So hopefully we'll just go again and uh, see a better result than yesterday. But he's pulled up well um, this morning, so we'll just push on. Good on you, mate. Thanks for joining us this morning and uh, continued success with the stable. And we look forward to seeing Zaki in the Dubin Cup in two weeks' time. All right. Thanks a lot for having me on, guys.